Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. We are here. <laughs> wow, that's the most energetic ever, Lori Kilmartin. How are you? <laughs> good. I just... Uh, Very happy. I was in your neck of the woods swimming. At, oh, good. Because the pool near my house is closed down for two weeks. And uh, I'm doing this thing where I... Is it on fire? It's not. A, the swimming pool <laughs> is not on fire, Jackie. Because uh, it's water. <laughs> Get it, you guys? I'm always writing. That's the important thing. Oh, my God. Uh, but never editing. <laughs> Yeah, there's no. Um, what are you? What are you? The governor of this conversation? You want to line veto my? Yeah, yes. Right. Um, I decided that my son is uh, the swim coach. Wouldn't take him on because he he just goofs off too much. Goofs off too much. Oh, does so, he also want to draw while he's swimming? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so uh, I decided to coach him. Oh, so now I've been coaching him three mornings a week before school. Hello, six thirty in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> And uh, of course, the week before I start this, then our the pool five minutes from us or two minutes shuts down for the winter. So now we've been driving out to the Rose Bowl, which is like fifteen minutes in the morning, fifteen back as we're in the carpool lane, and uh, it's misery. It's yeah. misery. Yeah. But I have to break his spirit. I must. <laughs> this bucking bronco this must a, be ridden. Oh my god, it's such a Kilmartin trait. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying you. to break you every time. <laughs> I have to tell you that uh, you tweeted over the last week, yeah. and it was your mom was in the ER, and I thought to myself, Kilmartin, nobody's funnier than when a Kilmartin parent <laughs> is somehow in a hospital. It was like it makes me come alive. <laughs> Finally, really. there's space for me in this world. It's it's, uh, it's completely. It's she's yeah. out. She had a good a blood clot. Oh, that, did she? Uh, yeah. So now and they she's, they dealt with it. Yeah, she's they... got some sort of umbrella in one of her ne- next to her heart, so it keeps it from going to her heart. Cause she's okay. prone to blood clots. Oh, fair enough. I'm trying to. We're trying to keep her healthy because uh, we're going to go to Chicago. Um, yeah, my sister was supposed to take her for Christmas, yeah. and I had big plans to hang yeah. out with my son someplace cool, but then my sister decided not to do her half of the daughtering. Are you listening? So, uh, no, she's no, not. No, she's kidding. So, uh, so I, I, I'm like, my mom, you know, fingers crossed, doesn't have too many Christmases left, and oh my let's God. <laughs> take her to see her sister and her family in her oh, hometown of Chicago. Yeah, my aunt. Uh, before she's too weak to go, you know, okay, and yeah, I, yeah. I feel like we're we're so quickly approaching could... that threshold. But so I... you guys are going to Chicago, yes, for the holiday, yeah, for All Christmas. Right. That's neat. So I need to find some open mics. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Bert. First. Are you listening, Bert? <laughs> anyway, it's, um, uh, Dan so... Telford knows about a Tuesday that he he created and then it it went forward. So somebody okay. new is running it. So All right. I don't know what day of the week you're going to be there. Twenty but... second through the twenty sixth. Right. I don't know what day of the week that is. Okay. Well, anyway, that's out there. So that's out there. And uh, so anyway, he and I went swimming this morning again. I, you know, I, I I like swimming by myself Mm -hmm. and now I'm, and now I have to parent and coach during swimming and it sucks, man. It's not fun. This is not a party for me. I don't want to, I don't want to go to the pool. You're giving away another chunk of yourself for this Yes, and yell at somebody for an hour because (laughs) they're, they go to the bottom of the pool when I'm talking to them. Like... I'm like, I see why no one wants to take you on. You're yeah. a fucking pain in the ass. Right. And you that's gotta Where stop. Where does he get it? Where does he get it? <laughs> anyway. Nurture so, versus nature, you guys. Mm-hmm. The in the question that has plagued us all. Keep weighing in, non parents. <laughs> hey, we got an iguana. Uh, uh, we got a garden. Andy has been uh, all week he's been uh he's been bitching about um how it smells like an ashtray out and I was like, hey, Luckily for you, we are surrounded by strip malls and we're safe. Yeah, we're uh, in the concrete part of Los Angeles. Yeah, that's what you want to be. You want, you know, you want to be rich. You want to live next to a tree. Live it up, <laughs> live it up, and watch it go up in flames. Fuck seriously, with. those houses in the canyons. You are I, I, every time I drive through a canyon, I'm like, how do people live? Where near do this? they park? Don't they know this is a, this is a fire trap? I don't yeah. understand yeah. it. It's just a. It's it's like why don't you just commit suicide? Is that what it is? This is like a a mm-hmm. long term suicide plan some woman the other day it wasn't a comic either she was just like you know i feel like uh i want to commit suicide but i don't want to commit suicide and so i think well maybe i'll just 
we have earthquakes. Maybe I'll just park my car under a bridge and wait. And uh, I was like, wow, cheerful. Anyway. She definitely wasn't a comic. <laughs> Ooh, boom. <laughs> boom, you guys. That I'm in late. a bad mood. I just spent an hour yelling at an 11-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Not Fair yelling, enough. correcting. Correcting. <laughs> right. Right. Just like do this I do this one thing. Streamline. Put your hand on top of your hand and push yeah. off. Okay. And then he pushes off his hands are all over the place like on purpose. Fucking as uh, the Jetsons or... or whatever that that robot was, you know. You know uh, what I'm talking about? No, you'd think. It's not the Jetsons. I, I it was it. it wasn't a cartoon. It was uh Oh, Lost in Space. Lost in Space. Wow. The uh, robot with the arms going all over the place? Right from 60. That's how he pushes off the wall. Yeah, yeah. That's not how you're supposed to push off the wall. And it... We were too. It's interesting. That's a reference that your science you know fiction go to. It's because of uh, headliner, 80s headliners. They all reference uh, Miss Will. Oh, that? Uh, Miss, and, uh, and Gilgan's uh, Island. Yes, yes. How yes come, a, they can't get I, off the oh, island? No. <laughs> they can make a radio out of coconuts, but they can't get off the island? Come on. So many things I only know because of 80s headliners. Speaking of 80s headliners, right. Doug Stanhope was on the door. Oh. Oh man! And did Smooth not know. and vicious. Vicious. Did not know that he was on the Dork Forest. Showed up at my house. Yeah. And uh, with two copies of his book, I'm excited. I have one right here. This is not fame. I'm I'm in love. Yeah. This is not fame. Is the name of his book. I love the it. The pictures in the center. This is by a the fucking way, long book. How many words is this? I don't know. Damn. <laughs> Says the author of another book. Well, I'm saying. Yeah, stand, yeah. I mean, there's a little section with pictures, but it. I, I assumed of, it would be all pictures. It's all text. It's Holy all text. shit. Yeah. And in the this middle, guy's a writer. In the middle, there's a picture of uh, Doug pulling a stick out in front of Louis C.K. <laughs> and this Did came they out before. That no, it came no. out way before it even came out. And he also tweeted a picture of himself with yeah. his dick all the way out. Yeah. And uh, what I love about all pictures of Doug with his dick out is nobody's looking at his dick. <laughs> Everyone's always looking at the camera. The thing is, Doug is always the victim. He really is. He's the victim of his own penis. He's the vi- <laughs> Which uh, hit and miss as far as uh, how much it works, is according to his own account. Okay. Uh, but his dorkdom, so for the first half hour of the Dork Forest, we talk about uh, drinking together and partying. And, yeah. And, uh, oh, you're the the back when Jackie was fun. Uh, back. <laughs> Those days. <laughs> Don't encourage me. I, I want to crawl back into it. There's a, there's a bar right by my house that has an open mic that is one of, it's a bar that I would just fucking... I would live there and (laughs) give up if I ever drank again. It's called the Liquid Zoo. I've been there. Why wouldn't you? It has an open mic. I've been there. Yeah. Were you there for the open mic? I was. That's why you would go there. Uh, I would go there. It was so I could meet the bartender and talk about the big issues as I got drunker and drunker and drunker. People are clomping up the stairs here. It isn't okay. I thought they they could only come here. Um, By the way... I didn't realize what an alpha you are until the live podcast. Oh, I'm the alpha. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. I oh, was so- afraid to talk on that thing. And well, you ought to be. <laughs> what's what's happening? What, what, uh... I don't know. Like, I did a couple minutes up front, and you did... Uh... Did you listen to the pod? You No, I didn't. I remember how I felt. <laughs> oh, did you, you feel did, put like, down by the man and 40 I was minutes, the man? and then you came off with your dick swinging, and you're ready to talk. <laughs> Well, you were pretty psyched about doing stand-up before the live pod, and I think it's a good way to do it. I do, too. Yeah, because that's going to be that, that uh, you, as you said, and you put it, you said this, it's like, now it feels like a real show. So yeah. It feels like we're really giving them something. less less guilty. <laughs> right. Uh, live pod is something, by the way. People are psyched. <laughs> People come out to see the live pod. But it's kind of nice because we did our sets, and then we talked about the bits. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of fun. Yeah. Well, it's, it's good to do a recap of last week's podcast during this week's podcast. That's always helpful. I'm the alpha. Is that what's happening? Is that what's, what just, what just, it's, oh, quit hitting me. Quit hitting me. Why am I being punched? Anyway. So, uh, were you on the road this week? Well, since I last saw you. Oh my God. I did that, uh, Denver, Oklahoma City, right. uh, and the casino outside of Tulsa. Right. With Maria. And I was so exhausted. Uh, so I was just telling Kyle before, uh, you got here is I almost, I was, I could not get any any sleep it was just the dumbest thing and yeah. then maria wrote me the biggest fucking check in the world and i laughed and i handed it to her and i said this is why i'm exhausted i'm being paid to be exhausted <laughs> and she said right and i made uh almost uh triple that so uh what yeah, yeah. oh my god right right and uh 
Wow. So, Hold on. She's writing down a number. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I used to make a year. Wait. For how many shows? Three. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another level of insanity. Oh, my God. Right. Why don't we have shows? And, you know, my favorite new, one of my favorite new bits I of Maria. You can't just go on and keep talking. I have to absorb this. How much is she making? Three times that. Fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's, Jackie, it's out there. It's just not, well, you have a third of it. Right. But it's out there. It's out there. I see it out there. It's just not with me. Right. You just can't reach it. You just can't reach it. It's oh right there. Oh, my God. Right. And uh, she was like. Um, and she could pay you a tenth of that, and it would still be pretty good. It'd be fair. It'd be totally fair. God. Yeah. Wow. Good for her. Thanks, Maria. Yeah. Hi, guys. Anyway. Uh, wow. So, but, uh, and got to work on the new stuff, and Oklahoma was fine. First of all, the Indian casino in the outside of Tulsa. Yeah. So we're both terrified, right? Yeah. Because it's an Indian casino in the yeah. middle of Tulsa, outside of Tulsa, in a little town called West Siloam Springs, Oklahoma. Right. And, but what I forget about comedy audiences, even comedy audiences that don't agree with you politically, yeah, is because most of the audience was there to see Maria. Yeah. But some of them weren't. But this woman who runs this room in yeah. this casino, she is trying to build something. Really? Like she brought Mike Lawrence in and no way. other just sort of like people oh, at our level. What night is it? It's it was a what what night was it? Is it a Saturday? No. Damn. Um, but it could be maybe. Or wow. maybe it was a Saturday. I don't know. Uh, Heads I up, I'll do a Saturday anywhere in the world. Such a nice woman. And she was so funny because she was a classic fan, Jackie Cation fan. Yeah. Because she said, yeah, I saw your half hour special in 2003. I was like 14. And it really changed. I was like, oh, I can like nerd things too. <laughs> and I get that woman. Yeah. <laughs> and I get a lot of dudes who were 14 who were like, you did jokes about video games. Yeah. And then I get a lot of older guys who are like, I love sales. I'm a, I'm a sales guy. And that was my demographic for the longest time. That was oh my, my God. That was it. Right now, by the way, I just, I don't know. Do you want to keep talking about this? Yes. Oh, the Denver gig. Um, Kyle was working. Kyle Kinane yeah. was working the downtown works. Yeah. And I got in earlier than Maria. Uh, it was a Thursday, but I needed the points to make diamond status on Delta. So I flew, instead of flying direct from LAX to Denver. You deliberately flew a horrible route routing? Yeah. Okay. And then had a layover and then flew to Denver. Did you have to get the points by a certain date or something? Yeah, by the end of the month. Oh. And so, by the way, made it. Made it. Anyway. Damn. Why don't you write your points down on a paper and let me look at it? Uh, uh, You want to hear uh, how many miles I've got? Yes. I've got. Why am I writing that down? I can tell the world. The world can hear 160,000. I have 160,000 frequent flyer miles right now. You can always go into the, um, the first class lounge and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's it's so nice. It is pretty nice. It's free coffee. Because uh, I, but every it's time free I, other stuff, too, right? Right, right. Hard boiled eggs. There's cookies. You, Things I love a good hard boiled egg. Me, too. Me, too. I'm, I never knew how much I loved a hard boiled egg until I went into the <laughs> little delta. salt, little pepper. Skyline. Down. Protein, no carbs, all good. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, but the Denver, so I got there early on the Thursday because our show in Denver was Friday. Yeah. So, yes. The casino is Saturday. <gasps> I will hook you up I with that woman. I want to do it. I <laughs> want to do it. I'll hook you up with the lady. And uh, so, but the, um, so then what happened? Okay. So I, I did a guest out at the works. Right. Which was great. Mm-hmm. And um, Kyle was amazing. Yeah. The guy he had feature for him was, oh, I'm so sorry, man. I forgot your name. Local guy? Uh, no. He brought him in. Oh, okay. And then, and then we all went to lunch. Me and Maria and Kyle and the feature. Oh, and, cool. a, and a buddy of Kyle's who lives there is in, I think, the music industry. Kyle is so grumpy on Twitter. I love it. Is he? Yes. He's um, yes. super <laughs> cheerful in real life, you guys. It's real nice. <laughs> He's such a crank on Twitter. <laughs> and and, uh, yeah, and so, but I freaking love that works. I yeah. love that that I've club. Never, I've never been there. Oh my god, you should totally. I uh, there's no reason why you shouldn't do the comedy works. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, but it was, and there's no reason I shouldn't go back to the comedy works. But 
Oh, it's going to be one of those podcasts where we talk about... What should happen? There's no reason why things shouldn't be happening. <laughs> and they're not happening. But things are... Uh, I went... So I went for an audition this morning. Yeah. And... Of course, it was for a cop. <laughs> <laughs> it's, at least it's not a security guard. I mean, you do no, it's no, a meter city job meter with union benefits, but right? still, sure. But as per usual, it yeah. was me and a dozen black guys. <laughs> it was essentially, what? yeah, it was essentially either the director or the producer <laughs> or somebody had seen my stand-up because uh, I don't have an agent. Uh-huh. So he just texted me, yeah. and I didn't ask him how he had my phone number, but he yeah. just texted me. He said, hey, can you come in to audition for this car commercial? Oh, my God. Where you'd play uh, a meter person, and um, and then all, there's one line and a lot of mugging. And I literally, this I believe this is my third audition this year. So I don't really go out for a lot of and auditions. This is December of 2017, correct? Welcome. Yes. And uh, so I show up, and it's... And, and, Two black guys uh, show up around me, yeah, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's gonna be like that again." <laughs> and uh, and I always feel like I'm taking work from black guys age twenty five to sixty. Wait, this frequently happens. You are pitted against an African American male for yes. the same part. Yes, it's always an African American. It's like this: what you are looking at, Did, this lady, yes, and black guys. So and, Idris Elba beat you for Luther, is what you're telling me. Uh, well, what I would like uh, the ca- and I know why casting Actually, people. He's not American. Sorry. Uh, what I would like. Uh, what I would like casting. I know why casting people typecast. Yeah. Because it's a it's a grind, right? The the and by the way, my audition i did i almost nailed it the first take yeah and then i i blew it the second take yeah and then the guy was done because he had to see a dozen other people oh and a hundred people today so uh i don't think i got it but i don't uh whatever it was a and it would have been a national sound oh man yeah it sounds like they wanted a black guy and they yeah. No, they don't want a black guy. Here's here's why they do it. As far as and I talked to somebody in casting, okay, is because they're trying to create diversity. They're trying by dragging to... people in that they don't want to hire. No, no, are they, they ultimately the, going to hire a white the, guy? No, no, they, that's a waste of people's time, right? No, it's it's they will only book the black guy for these tiny roles. Oh, so it's essentially their background under five guys. Right. They do it for sitcoms. They right. do it for dramedies. They do it for everything. And you're just like, have we learned nothing from fucking Hamilton? Right. That guy Chris Jackson who played Washington in the original cast. Yeah, he was Washington. Yeah. And he was a giant black man, tall, very fit, handsome black man, mm-hmm. Christopher Jackson. And he was George Washington. And it talk, turns out they're actors. Yeah. They can play any role. Right, right, you right. You don't have to do And they only do it because cause I, I don't know if the producers aren't letting them just bring in regular black guys to play every role. So they're like, well, I guess I'm going to get as many black guys they're, as I can I, for these side roles. There, there must, there, there's probably no more racist industry than advertising because they're they're going. We want to sell this car to, uh, for example, white women ages thirty to fifty five. Right. Who's gonna? Who's who? Now, who do we think is going to appeal to that woman? Right. And th- that's how they go. Right. 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 I think you're right, and but I think that it's and it's more than just advertising. I knew a, uh, I met a, a guy who used to be in casting mm-hmm. at some weird dinner party uh, three or four years ago, and. I was like, so what do you do? And he was like, well, I'm just kind of meandering around different jobs right now. I used to be in casting. I quit about seven months ago. And I said, oh, why'd you quit? And he said, the final straw was the millionth Latino kid who came in. And the first thing he said to me was, hey, do you want the accent? Oh, God. And he was like, yeah, (laughs) I'm so sorry. I do want the accent oh man and he said he quit like four days later wow. he said i gotta get out of this fucking business yeah and he told me that i almost burst into tears wow i was like oh fuck uh because i mean it's i literally think casting people are trying to create diversity and bring people in yeah but they're not they're uh, the uppity ups are like we need a name and we need uh it's gonna be a white guy so i want a white woman to play opposite him and or it's going to be a white woman, famous white woman. I want an op- a white guy to play opposite her. That's one thing uh, I liked about Louis' show is his wife was black and he made no comment on it whatsoever. Right. And his kids were white. And it was just not discussed. Nope. Not discussed. <laughs> I know I didn't watch every episode, but it just yeah. seemed like, oh, yeah. All right. That's that. Right. Right. It was. It, yeah. 
I'm, you can say whatever you want about Louis C.K., and we have. Uh, <laughs> but he uh, he's a great comic, and uh, he tried to be a good guy in many other ways. Yeah, he, he tried to make up for his for horrible, broken, horrible habits. His, his, his fetish of pulling his dick out. Yes. So. Um, what else happened? So that was my audition that I probably didn't get. That's but cool, though. who cares? Because um, the thing is, as I was talking to Andy this morning, I said, you know, I hate auditioning. But it's good to practice auditioning, right? Totally. It's and good. It's, well, and you have to remember that in their brains, they, they're hoping you're the one so yeah. they can go home early. They're right. not against you. They don't, they're not, they, they are judging you. I mean, that's happening too, but part of them is they, they don't hate you. No. Like I used to go no. in going, going, oh, you they think, don't want me, you know, or they don't want me. Or, uh, I'd look at the script and I'd be like, this isn't funny. And I, like, I had a huge problem with auditioning and I would go in with a chip on my shoulder. I'm so hot. I'm sorry. That, you are taking off your clothes right now. Take off my and I'm expected to proceed with my story. <laughs> well, I've locked the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it's happening. All it's over a whole again. new level. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. So, uh, so, so when I when I was casting something, when I made these little little web things I made a while ago, I realized um, like every person that came in, I was rooting for them to be to <laughs> save my ass because I needed right, this role be to be done. perfect, and I need you to be perfect. Please be the one. Like there, are, I think part you know part of every casting person is like, please let this person be right. The one. And it was weird because he really liked that first take, but he mm-hmm. wanted a little bit more but not bigger and I was like I think I made it bigger instead of just giving him more and then I think he got he was like oh she didn't she's Take not the taking direction. direction very well I'm gonna call it mm, so that bummer. I mean I don't know that and then um but Andy said a really interesting thing because I was t- telling him about how much I don't like auditioning mm-hmm. he said don't think of it as an audition think of it as another performance and yeah. I was like Oh shit! Mm-hmm. There's an idea, and uh, and then of course I walked in thinking that it was an audition. <laughs> I did not use his advice, <laughs> uh, but maybe next time. Um. Well, I was just in here this whole time. I, I, last time I saw you, I just come back from Roosters, right? Yep. I and I think so. I feel like I've just been, excuse me, just been sort of like uh, just maintenance, keeping right, just my going. comedy chops. Yeah. Like you know. You know, maybe performing every other night and then not being so tired from from getting up and taking uh, the Swim. bucking Bronco to practice. <laughs> so I, I don't even come back from swimming relaxed. I'm stressed out. You know, right. I don't get my relaxation. And then we're, we're working a lot a little bit Does longer. Do you want to swim? Um, you know, here's you a care. I <laughs> know. Uh, I don't no, care. I, right. Like, I know. Yeah. like my I, I my feeling is you he has to learn how to listen to something and take direction and learn how to practice being precise, you know, doing something precisely and correctly. Okay. And if I if I could play tennis, I teach him tennis like I the, the only oh, okay. time I have is in the morning before school. That's the only time he and I have together that's not eaten right. up. And the only thing I know how to do, besides writing jokes, which I'm not going to get up at 6.30 in the morning and make him write jokes, right. is swimming. And right. that you want to make him uh, do morning pages? That would be so hilarious. Oh my have you God. ever done that artist way thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Many times, yeah. yes. Um, so that's, that's the plan for now. I mean, when a coach... Good. When a coach says, I can't take your, like he tried out for the swim team and he's fast. He's fast as some of the kids faster than other kids, but she can't take him because he doesn't listen. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. That, yeah, that drove focus. me nuts. Yeah. So, and, so you're going to try to with him, drill him into yes, getting some focus. Every, you know, most of these mornings I'm like, he is a pain in the ass to teach. Right. Like I'm not here for a lot of this stuff. Right. You know? So, yeah. So he has to learn to be teachable. Exactly. We all have to learn to be teachable. Exactly. And it's not something that is natural because we just want to be the boss right from get-go. He's very much like that. Yeah. Yeah, so. I got it. I got it. Oh, really? Then how come you fucking just did it wrong? <laughs> That's how – those are our conversations. That's I don't great, say fucking, but it's the same. Right, but so close. Really? If so, you got it, how come you didn't just do it? So right. I guess you don't got it. Listen right. to mom. Right. Now, <laughs> look how I feel after just replicating that. Now right. imagine I'm an tense. hour of that. Right. I'm stressed. <laughs> right. I'm not a happy lady right now. I'm slightly stressed. Just, just uh, oh my God, what's going to happen? <laughs> you guys. Anyway. So that, and then we're working a little bit longer hours because of, uh, you know, we're coming, oh, we're coming off of a, we had a nice fat hiatus. Mm-hmm. And then we, we, you know, we have these, we have shows up until the end of this week. And then we have another hiatus. 
one of the so. late night shows, uh, the other ones, uh, was like, hey, um, you uh, you sent us audio of this set. Uh, we'd love to see a video of it. And I said, here's a couple of things. Uh, do you want a video of that set or do you just want to see what I look like when professionals are involved? Because I never send a video. Yeah. I always send audio. Oh, with, really? Yeah. I send audio with just headshots of various pictures of me on stage all clipped together. Uh, good pictures of that myself. That seems like a lot of work. Uh, it is a lot of work, but guess what it isn't? A shitty uh, bird's eye view of me where I look like a goon and professionals aren't involved. But, uh, Flappers has great cameras. No, it's not. it's not Flappers. It's me. When I get on stage, I don't like how I look unless professionals are involved. Oh, I see. I'm not. I don't dress up. Okay. I don't. I don't have put makeup on. Gotcha. I look like uh, a lump, so, and so I don't feel good about it. So what I do is I take pictures of me that are pretty close up shots and action shots, and I just I, do a slideshow with the audio. This that is they an want. incredible level of control that I can't even comprehend. Says like, the lady who did her set a gajillion times, changing where you breathe. Well, that's no. That's that's uh, trying. <laughs> I, that's not you, the same thing at all. It's exactly the same. You're just controlling a different part of your of, of the of the art. All right. Anyway, but so I said to him, I said to the guy, "Do you uh, why do you want do you want a picture of of me doing those jokes or do you want just what I would look like if this professionals?" This comes across as very flip, by the way. Does is it did in your email where was it presented differently? Yeah, it was well. It was presented as a real question. Okay, like I wasn't being flippant okay. at all. And but he did write, "Ha, huh, I guess I just want to see what you look like." And I said, "This might be weird, but you might want to. Would it be okay to send you a link to my Conan set?" And I said, "Is that is that uncool? Because I will I will get professionals involved and get a good look." I don't think. And he, he said, mm -hmm. "I'll just show him the Conan set." He said, "No, that's fine." They literally just want to see what you will look like yeah. when you talk into a microphone on television. Right, right, right. And I was like, oh, well then. That's, a lot, I, and it are, was just months ago. A lot of comics, um, that's stressed out about how they look in a video as opposed to how much they're killing. I've never heard of that, honestly. Usually oh. comics, when they don't like a tape, it's I because get, they're not killing in it. Oh, I get a lot of... I've, I've, over the, so I'm in the exact same boat. Yeah, you should have seen his ears go up. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. As soon as I said I put a slideshow of my headshots of different sense. pictures. Because the thing is, is they want to know what, I mean, when, when producers look at it, they want to see what you would look like, for sure, right? Right. The, and they want to hear the jokes. Yeah, but, but they, he, but they the know is, you. They've seen you. I mean, you're no. A lot of people invisible. haven't. A lot you... of people haven't seen me, hmm. and and don't know what I look like. So to be reminded as as they do it, and if it's a weird like those rooftop videos, mm -hmm. um, those some of those I'm destroying, and all I can see is you know, a maximum number of chins. Right, right. I right, mean, just yeah. too much bullshit. Yes, right? yes, yes. And so I won't. I I don't wanna. I, I, uh, it's, it's like, I want to look as good as I could possibly, as, as I probably will look when professionals are involved and they want me to be better looking than I am. So why don't I get, put my best foot forward? Are, so the good video, the good audio of a set that I like. Right. And a halfway decent picture of myself. Okay. I, I understand feeling that way. I don't think, uh, you've never felt comedy bookers are looking at your appearance as much as they are hoping that you're you're sending a tape where you're crushing with am, the material they can use. Uh, I could prove that that's not true. Really? I auditioned for uh, uh, not Holland, one of the one of the cruise lines. Yeah. And the woman said, she's really funny. I don't like what she was wearing. And I said to the booker, I said to the guy who submitted me, I said, she knows I'm a dressy Bessie, right? Like these come well, off but, and but I put on other But that's a cruise line. I'm saying, I'm saying a late that's night That's a booker. No, but that, uh, okay, I should have been more specific. A late night TV show booker, I don't think cares. I only know JP. Right. And he has always been the greatest guy in the world. Yes. I also love that he does time code. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like he does, you time all your jokes. Yeah, you time out. all yeah, he what, time he he times all your jokes out. Yeah. When you send it and he writes down what parts of the jokes that he like he's like, There's a punchline there, I like it, the rest of that joke is a great and he always says, It's a great joke, but I don't know if it'll work. So he always puts it politely. Yeah. Which is the the night he's a nice guy. Yeah. He does his work. He's just so I I have, I'm I'm just saying I mean I understand if you, that's how you feel comfortable sending something that's fine but I don't think the other late night shows are But have you done any of the other late wait, night shows? Wait, can I finish a fucking sentence? Yes. <laughs> I don't think that they're I don't think anyone's looking at at what your appearance is as a, as opposed to uh, the joke are the jokes cuz it's so hard to get comics that have clean material that that these guys and women think are going to work on their show, right? I mean, I know I don't. comics don't think that. No. Comics think, I got a five and it's going to work. But uh, the booker of a late night show starts to know their audience and they start, and they have a boss to please and they have other people to please. And so when a comic goes on and kind of bombs for uh, reasons other than the, you know, maybe if the crowd sh- was shitty the whole night, everyone's like, ah, oh, that, poor, that poor comic. But if the comic goes up and doesn't really do well, the booker, it's, the end of the booker has some questions to answer. Right? right. Right. And so what they're looking for is someone who's going to, you know, do really well. And, and I think they're much more interested in seeing jokes that are clean, that are going to work on the show that they know that they, their audience is, that they know really well versus uh, what dress or what pants you're wearing. You would think that, but I don't I think, do that. think that you think that I don't think that. Okay. We could have to agree to disagree. Okay. I, and, and, if that's true, I don't want it. Uh, like if if that's how the rest of these the the late night bookers are are doing it, that's like I don't think that's how Eddie Brill watched it. Like I think that he, I don't know what he I he's I not mean, who I'm ta- I'm talking about who's current right now. Right, but have you submitted and like what what else, what other ones? I want to put together a set to submit to. Any of them, right? Or, a couple, or a couple. Not any. Right. <laughs> right, right. But, <laughs> boom. You know who you are. What? <laughs> you know, I would love to do it. Do another Conan. I don't know if they would let me because I just did one in June. Yeah. But I, I would love to have another set ready to go, you know, in the springtime so I could promote. But uh, have you ever book. submitted before to the um, other ones? Any of the other ones? No. Oh. I well, I mean, I I did Kimmel a long time ago. Okay, but I, I literally was booked the day before because somebody canceled. So and... you haven't even like I've been submitting. I swear to God for yeah. fifteen years. And so I, well, have, I mean, I, I have sent, had them... I sent a thing to Eddie, but I never heard back from him. This is a long time ago. And then right. I was like, oh, I've I guess it, I'm not. I've funny. sent it to Kimmel. Right. <laughs> I said, uh, nope. <laughs> so I've sent it to Kimmel. I've sent it to Eddie. I've sent it to. Um, the Tonight Show guys, mm-hmm. when they were doing it, the Bob and whatever. Oh, yeah, I sent, those I think I sent something to them, too. And yes, I sent I it. It's, uh, and so, and it was, the feedback I got back more than once mm-hmm. was that they didn't like how I looked. Really? Yes. And I was like, I can't fix that unless I have a wow. team. Uh, I mean, you're okay. kind of better looking than I am. In general, congratulations. Uh, please write that down somewhere. Anyway, so <laughs> you're like, I love the silence. <laughs> you're like, I don't know what to say to that except for, yes, you're right. Um, uh, no. <laughs> ugh. Right. There's a, there's, it's, it's show business, right? But, so but I, 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 it doesn't hurt my feelings I don't feel anymore. like it's like that now. Am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle. Kyle and I. Yes. I'm With so With late sorry. night shows. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's. I mean, the whole business is full of this this love of symmetrical features and people who do sit ups. I mean, remember when even sitcoms? Okay, but I and we can't do this publicly. But I could put put out names of people that don't fit that criteria that do late night sets. Right, and I would posit that they saw them several different times. And they looked better, and they were like, okay, that person, we can put them in this outfit. Or they did what I did, and they just sent headshots and audio. Hmm. And, because I didn't, I don't know who gave me the idea to do that, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't my idea. It was somebody gave me that idea to just send a a sort of a slideshow with audio. 
Huh. And I was like, because I can be better looking than I am just when I'm walking around. Right. I mean, we all can. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, but the, and I'm always going to be funny. Mm-hmm. That's the good news. Yes. Feel free to book me. <laughs> and <laughs> I am a dressy Bessie. You can uh, put me in whatever outfit you'd like. But it, I mean, it's, it's, it's an unfortunate truth that I have lived with, but I don't really, and I don't even think about it anymore. I'm just like, well, don't fucking send them a, a weird picture of you where your hair is in a ponytail right. and you're wearing a hoodie. And I, you know, the first time I did Conan, I brought a hoodie because the two guys who had done stand up sets earlier, both the guys wore hoodies. Yeah. And whoever was doing, and this was three years ago. Right. I don't know who I was talking to, but whoever it was said, not the hoodie, not women in the hoodie. <laughs> Wait, the like one of the, the, the wardrobe people. Yeah. It was someone either in wardrobe or someone adjacent. I don't know. Okay. So, and it was, did they give literally, you something to wear? Well, I brought another thing. And they said, Oh, I see. Yeah, I brought yeah, yeah, like a, yeah. a zip up uh, shirt. Yeah. And I had brought this cute hoodie that I was going to wear with a, with a little red popping t shirt. Yeah. And, and uh, it was going to be a cute look. And they said, Not women in the hoodie. And I was like, Out loud, right to my face, what's happening? <laughs> and then I kept moving. And <laughs> so, what are you going to do? Right. Anyway. So. Uh, I don't like the world. Well, the world is is slightly broken, but we're gonna burn it down and start over, right? That's true. Uh, there we go. And uh, it is burning down. <laughs> yeah, we just have to make sure that when we rebuild it, that we have some say. Right. Oh, I found a, an end to my artisanal joke. By the oh, way. cool. Yeah, it's great. Good. Yeah, I'm pretty psyched. I tried it last night at uh, um, Bitch Face. At Jones Coffee. Oh, nice. Over in Pasadena. Oh, that's month. really fun. That's a really fun gig. Yes. Like 40 people, 50 people yeah, that are yeah, that yeah. paid. That are in the and then I got camps. paid. Crazy. Such a crazy world. Uh, I walked out of a set this week. What happened? I texted you. Did you get that? No. Or left you a voicemail? It was... Uh... I don't always check my voicemail. And for some reason, <laughs> it doesn't tell just me when I have it. one. Maybe oh, it just... Weird. Okay. Maybe I said it that way because I don't want to hear voicemails, but... <laughs> For some reason that I don't understand. I wonder why <laughs> I didn't get that. I might have said it, so I don't get it. Well, my anyway. feeling is if you, you have my phone number, so fucking text me. Don't leave a voicemail. Oh, I, but I'm always driving when I dial. So I don't want to text. And, That's and, what. Get to a red light and do your business. Interesting. Uh, okay. Mother so what of happened? one, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what happened, happened was, is, so I, I supposedly, I thought I had two sets. Um, one, one of them emailed me the day before to say, remember you have a set and the other person did not. And I could not find where I had booked the set. Oh God. And so it must've been in person. Yeah. And I was like, and I know that whenever anybody books me, I always say, please confirm this on email. So yeah. I write it down. Yeah. But I did write it down, but I didn't have an access. Like I didn't have an email address for right, the person right. who books it and I didn't have a phone number. Yes. And so I just, I found her on Facebook and then Facebook Messenger, and I said, at, at like 7 o'clock, I said, am I doing this thing at 8 o'clock? Did not hear back, because it's a Facebook message. We don't check them as much. Yeah, right. And so It's right like the around, voicemail of uh, the internet. <laughs> it's like your voicemail. Yeah. And so at 8.15, I get a text saying, yeah, I had you down for tonight. And I was like, well, the Ooh. die is cast. I'm not coming. I have another set at 10 o'clock that I have to go to. And so that starts at 9.30. So, um and I said, seriously, what's your email address? And we could try this again or not. It's all it's all up to you. No 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 harm, no foul. It just didn't happen. And mm-hmm. so um, she was like, well, we booked it. And I was like, no no, we're uh, no harm, no foul. I'm not going to take responsibility for it either because uh, I asked you to email me and you didn't. So I'm, I'm not oh, going to sweat it. Wow. I got a little. I got a little. She got a little testy. I got a little testy. But not that bad. It was pretty civil. Uh-huh. And then she was like, okay, well, we'll figure out something for January. And I was like, there you go. What's your email address? I'll initiate contact. And so I did. And then um, the second show mm-hmm. was just at a bar. And I get there, and it's a dive bar. And there's 10 audience members, nine or 10 audience members. And I was hoping to work on the artisanal thing mm-hmm. and a right. couple other new bits that I'm working on. Right. And... Um, Emily Maya Mills gets up mm-hmm. and she is working on some other weird stuff. And 
there's something there. This is a great. This is a joke premise. It's good. It was about um, uh, kneeling for the national anthem, mm-hmm. and um, Emily Mammals is white, and there was a black guy in the audience who just kept yelling through the entire setup. You're not black. You're not black. Wow. You're not black. And she finally just goes, just wait for the punchline and then hate it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Emily Mammals. <laughs> and then That's great. Uh, the next comic up was a, was a black comic who mm-hmm. um, commented on her being woke. And then, because uh, it didn't work, by the way. Her, yeah. The joke, it, well, there's something there. You but know it, what? Uh, it's hard to, jokes when they're in perfect settings are often don't work. Right. But when they have to do battle in the premise, in the setup with <laughs> yes. somebody pointing out your skin color or yes. what it isn't, mm-hmm. uh, the joke's doomed. The doomed, doomed. And all, I just sat there while every comic who I watched was doomed. And then, um, and so everybody went to lowest common denominator Right, like the next comic was this guy. He had a, f- a funny joke to start with, and then he went into this whole uh, porn thing mm-hmm. that was. Um, Does he kinda, watch it? He watches porn. You. Guys. Oh my god! It's this great premise about how <laughs> he is a black man and he only dates black and Latino women, but he only watches white porn because black porn sucks. That's the premise. Okay. And then there was a couple of funny things, and then there wasn't because mm-hmm. it went on too long. But he was looking for he was looking for whatever, and the audience. It was hard, you know. It was hard. Yeah. It was a hard road to hoe. Followed by the MC who went up and talked about how much he loved porn, and then the third, the next guy, a white guy, got up and talked about his love of porn. And I was like, "Oh, I'm done now, uh, because I'll I won't be able to do my new stuff. I'll have to go to the vault because I just feel bad for this audience now, and mm-hmm. I want them to get jokes because nobody had any punchlines, right?" The guy who went up, he actually grossed me out because he his premise and it was it was impromptu. It was not like I literally so I got up and I just impromptu I, premises, impromptu uh, premises. Him just riffing off of the previous comic, right? Yeah, oh, which right, can right. be good. Yeah, but I guess isn't. so. It's it's mostly <laughs> like you're out. You have uh, you should have an agenda on stage of Please trying any... jokes X Y through Z. Yeah, and you know if you I mean? want to try something new, do it in the middle. Is yeah. what I like to do. Right. But anyway, um, so I just walked up to the woman who booked it and I said, "Not going to make it. I'm so sorry." But you're there. I'm there, and, and I'm and up t- in two more. <laughs> you're like, I'm sorry, I've... I won't be able to make the spot that I'm at already. <laughs> I, I paid fifteen dollars for parking, and I was like, I. I, I, I knew that I would either get on stage and rage about the, the previous comics, yeah. which, by the way, none of my business. Keep my eyes on my own paper. Exactly. Uh, none of my fucking business. So, or I would just have to go so deep into the vault to save that room in mm-hmm. my head, which I sometimes do, and I'm sometimes in a good enough mood that I don't care because I just want to do stand-up. Right, and sometimes it's good to practice stuff you haven't done in a while just to right. get remember it up. in case you need it. <clears throat> right. Yeah. <clears throat> but I was also a day and a half home from the road, right? Where I was exhausted. And you're like, I'm but not rich. home with my husband right now. Exactly. Exhausted and rich. <laughs> what are you doing there? Exactly. You're throwing fifteen dollars away to park, bitch. Yes. So I, so I just and and I said I'm, I gotta go. And she goes, I, I get it. And then I and I walked out. And there was another comic, who uh, was had a head credits who could close. Yeah. Um. So I had, on Monday. I had two sets at the lab, and oh, yeah. I'm at the um, lab tonight. I conflated them in my head, or I didn't conflate them. I combined them. Oh, so you thought you only had one set, one nine thirty set, Oops. and the other ones at seven thirty. And it wasn't just a stand up show; it was a, it was a tied. It was like you kind of did a theme, some theme stand up, which I had a chunk on anyway. Oh, okay. And then there was a podcast about it, and there's the therapist there, and it was like. <sighs> And it's hundred percent my fault. Right. I felt terrible. Yeah. The, he, Toby, he sent me email. Like he confirmed and sent, and I just was like improv lab, improv lab. And then I saw on Twitter improv lab. Oh, it's a nine thirty show. Okay. So uh, that was the second show, and I just didn't. So you didn't show. Yeah, uh, and, and I'm, I'm at home. Uh, you know, I, I, I and I and I got a Facebook message from him. You're, you're on your way. I'm like, what? What do you mean? I thought it was a 930 show. And then I start, you know, searching through my uh, emails and I find I'm like, oh, fuck, there are two shows tonight at the same place. And so I got there after it ended. Oh, bummer. You know, I felt I I felt terrible because he did everything right. And I just fucked up. Yeah. 
Um, and then the second show uh, was a Mike Glazer show, oh. and it was packed. I'm doing a, I forget the name of the drag queen. Uh, I'm doing that tonight at the lab. I don't know. Okay. But uh, all good. And then when but this wait, comes wait, wait, out, I'm not though. done. I'm done. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Done. So. <laughs> Uh, so sorry. <laughs> Fuck. Shut up, Kation. <laughs> and then let's do comic of the week. Uh, so then I I was working on that story about my kid. With yeah. Cops, oh yeah. And, yeah. Um, uh, which, by the way, I was at Comedy and Magic last night. Oh yeah. Because I had taken two nights off, and then I did Comedy and Magic last night. And uh, you know, it's it's not a room to work out new stuff, in my opinion. It's but it's a great room to go. Is this joke ready for the big time? Yep. Right. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, there was another thing I'm working on that's a little dark, and I put it in there, and it worked, and I was like, good. Woo-hoo. Okay, so this the story about my kid with the cops is nowhere near. It's new. It's so. not ready. Because yeah. I, I also, there's parts of where I don't know, I don't know all the rhythm of it yet, and there's parts of it where people are aghast, and I need to be able to <laughs> work with that immediately yep. and not go, oh, shit, I've lost Hermosa, right? Right. So I'll wait on that one for a little bit, but- you know, I'll know once that one is Hermosa good, then I then I yeah. add it to perhaps a ten minute set that I send to people. Peoples. Apparently, while I'm very well dressed, exactly. If you could be uh, put together, yes. So, uh, but anyway, so I tried this thing. At I I was just started watching the um, the uh, Jim Carrey documentary where he played Andy Kaufman. It's on Netflix. Boo! What? <laughs> Which one? Man on the Moon? Which what? Man on the Moon? No, it's oh, a documentary was, about how Jim Carrey lost his mind while he or how he he stayed in character in Andy Kaufman character and or oh. Tony Clifton, which is even worse. Right. The entire shooting of the movie. Okay, I'd and like so to preemptively a, boo that. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I was inspired. But you were watching, you were inspired? But, but That's he, neat. because I, <laughs> as I try to be supportive, good for you. <laughs> Such a jackass. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but you know, he, he does like, I've never been the type of comic where I like to make people uncomfortable for and long periods of time. And it's one of my of favorite fucking things about you. <laughs> but you know, like he's one of those guys where Andy Kaufman, mm-hmm. where they would go and Jim Carrey in a different way. I think Jim Carrier was funnier than Andy Kaufman to me he's he got laughs quicker yeah right? he got sillier quicker when he was doing his sketch a, a bit or anything yeah versus Andy Kaufman would stay uh, no, the word you're he looking was not for trying is asshole to, uh, in my opinion he was not trying to be likable he was not and I think Jim Carrey tried success, to be likable Andy Kaufman if if I would have ever met and just briefly just to okay. say if I would have ever had to watch Andy Kaufman I would have left the room because he's hit and miss funny to me as a stand-up, loved him on that taxi. Yeah, because uh, I'm a million. But here's the thing: is I, he's his stand-up was not for me. I get that people liked it, the wrestling. Same and here. The, yeah, it just yes. wasn't for me. But that that thing of uh, you ever you ever like, you know, there's that thing in comedy where if you start doing something annoying people get angry right <laughs> yeah. and then you keep doing it and then it gets funny and then it gets funny and then you now, i've it. never been able to get to the point where it gets funny <laughs> i bail instantly when i it... sense that no right. that'd be me being busting <laughs> yeah but but um so I, I was like let me just do an impression of my son on one of his videos yeah and see if I can take it. The, I, and so I started yeah. just repeating a word over and over again. Like, oh, right, right. Do, which is yeah, what yeah. my son did. Yep. And um, How to... it, it was physically nauseating to me because <laughs> the audience started going, oh. And and oh, it wasn't and you funny. Couldn't... They were, it wasn't getting to the funny part where it was just like, it was getting and to you the part were where they to push through. wanted to come on stage and strangle me. But And you wanted to lie there and give them your neck. What I wanted to do, what I should have done if I had any balls or if I was good at this, this kind of comedy, is because I, the true part is, is this part of my son's video lasts for three minutes mm-hmm. and then he does the thing where he blows his brains out, right? They, if I had, if I could stand there and take what the audience is giving me for three minutes while I just said repeated one word over and over again, right. like my son does in this yes. awful video, I I can't do it though. I, no. I I I started a watch and I did it. I did a minute straight yeah. on my stopwatch. Yep. And people were squirming and writhing. No one no one was happy. I was doing it. No, you would have to do it for three minutes. But here's the thing: I can't I don't do want it. You to. 
I don't want you to, and I don't want your son to sink to the bottom of the pool. Uh, I want both of you to get to the goddamn joke. <laughs> because that's, I mean, it literally, it's a different kind of stand-up. And, right. it, and it's a different it's kind. It's not the kind I, I do. It isn't. So and, I don't have to you, make myself do it as a challenge. You, I say no. Okay. Kyle? I, I think it's good to experiment, but you, it's like. Well, you did experiment. In a situation where there's no. But the whole point of it is there has to be consequences to it. Right. That's the whole point is that if people get angry and uncomfortable and then they. That's the consequence. Yes. But then you push through to where it's funny again. I think you're either like there used to be the there was a guy named Jimmy Gunn in San Francisco. Did you know Jimmy Gunn? Yeah. He did stuff like that. But he was always like that from day one. Usually people that are good at that are terrible at the other discipline of writing jokes and stuff like that and coming up with a five minute set because Mm -hmm. they can't. They can only do that thing that's that's yeah. that's uh, making the audience react a certain way. Like that's how they want to, right? You know, have you ever tried tone to- is kind of like that in a way where I think he's very hard to wrangle in a five minute set, but he he will push the audience and then pull them back. Like right? He, it maybe it's just a different type of comedy that I can't do. Right? There's all diff- There's so many different kinds of comedy, and I don't. I mean, I think you're right, Kyle. I think that, that pushing yourself and, and experimenting is great, but mm-hmm. but I don't think you have to try. I mean, I think you, I don't think you have to try everything. I mean, mm-hmm. the where you could you could press press the boundaries of the thing that you do. Right. You don't have to make yeah. a complete ju- parallel universe kind of. Jump. Right. 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 Like, I watched Lisa Lampanelli one time. One time. (laughs) I've only seen her once. And it was probably 10, 12 years ago. Right. And there were all there were only white people in the audience. And she said, you guys got to be my black guys. You guys have to be my Asians and you guys have to be my Latinos. It was in Montreal. We were in the suburbs of Montreal and there were no black people and there were no people of color. Well, she was raised on New York City audiences where it's it's. It's That's a cornucopia. The, it's yes. a beautiful it would Christmas be a little bit cornucopia of, of humanity. No, yes. Yes. So, and, and I literally turned to a manager next to me and I said, does she own, does she, she doesn't have another 10 minutes? We're only doing 10 minutes. And he said, <laughs> she does not. And, uh, but the but thing she is, has 80 minutes of that. She's got 80 minutes she's of that. She's got a career of that. She's got a career of that. She's on Broadway because she had that and then she right. decided to get, you know, emotional. Right, right. And she, she found her muse. Whatever. Well, no, now she's doing like a one woman show on Broadway. Is it Did poignant? You know is it poignant? I'm sure it is because uh, it's about weight loss and stuff like oh, that. That's great. <laughs> that's fantastic. You know, when a lady loses weight, she gets very emotional. <laughs> I want to find out. I want to find out. I've gained like 30 pounds in the last year and a half. You peel away the layers and there you are. <laughs> hey, let's do comic of the week because I think we're at like 50 minutes. You sure are. We are? 51 yeah. 30. I think we've been postponing because we don't know how to pronounce her last name. <laughs> Even though she's super funny. She's very and funny. So, and I like see from... her at the stand all the time. She writes for the Jim Jeffries show. She's a really funny joke writer named Suba Argwal. Argual. Okay, Suba and this Argual. is we're going off of Luis Luis Gomez's. I'm going to say Luis. <laughs> Luis Gomez's intro yeah. that we listened to. So he could have at a roast battle. It. Yeah. So it's so it yeah. all it all hinges on Gomez pronouncing uh, uh, Suba's last name correctly. So and it's at Suba, right? It's just at S U B H A A. Yeah. There's an H on the end. H A H. H A. Okay. Yeah. And she, what I, she's so, she does a lot of that roast battle stuff online. Yeah. Cause yeah. I've never seen her. Maria just worked with her and loved her. Oh, cool. So that's, and I, that's why I emailed you and said, do you know this? Yeah. Woman? I was like, oh, yeah. yeah oh, my God. I just let's, saw her at the Yeah. Stand. Let's have, yes. let's have her. And so I watched a bunch of her videos and I was like, soup, like, cause she's of Indian ancestry, mm-hmm. like India, Indian. And, um, and, it's so, she's from Illinois, but it's such a New York comic. Yeah. She's clearly like, uh, did she start stand up in Chicago or New York? Uh, uh, she was introduced as being from Illinois, so I don't know where she started. She might have started in New York only. That might she's be pretty if, New York. If, if if her opening stuff is about being from Illinois, then she'd want that. I don't know, but I didn't hear any of that. All I got was the intro that she was from Illinois. Yeah, okay, and uh, it wasn't Luis. Yeah, uh, introing her in this other set that <laughs> Lewis. I watched, or Luis, <laughs> Luis Gomez, or Luis. Yeah. Uh, could he do the accent? If you could just do the accent. <laughs> Thank did you. we have that conversation on air? Oh, we yeah, did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, are you calling back to something we said off Hopefully. Stage? And uh, so what else happened? Uh, 
I talked about that. I'm going to be uh, I, the last show of the year. Is yeah. going to be on Sunday after it'll be the Sunday after this drops. Yeah, in San Francisco at the Palace Theater in <gasps> San Francisco, Palace of Fine Arts. That's it. Oh my uh, gosh, with Maria. Oh my gosh, that is such a sweet gig. Mm-hmm. What night is that? So Sunday. Yeah, but do you have a date? There's oh, a lot of Sundays in a year. Uh, probably the seventeenth. Okay, thank there you. you. Jesus. <laughs> and then you're t- then you're off. I think I'm off. Wow. Yeah. Well, just LA sets. Right. It'll be fun to it'll be fun to work on. I have all this new stuff that I'm loving, and I was, I, yeah. Oh, I have this. I'm so jealous. Oh. I have one new thing, and I'm not loving it. You're not, but it, but it, are you talking about the kid thing with the cop? Yeah, but I just did it. Be, be, I just the last time I did it, it was kind of in a bar setting, and it didn't work. And I, but nothing. You should worked. work on something about your mom at the ER because those <laughs> tweets were pretty fucking funny. I yeah. go back and look at those tweets. Well, she'll be at the ER again. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't need to read those tweets. So are you okay? So you're going to stay in town until the the 18th or the 20th? I'm going or to something? Chicago for Christmas, and I'll probably 20th. try to do some sets at some. Goofy do you have rooms. a New Year's Eve thing? Or no? I am. I'm at the stand in Eastville on New Year's Eve, oh. uh, 29th, 30th, and 31st. I'll be in New York City, and Sweet. the first January 1st as well. Um, and then January 14th, I'll be at Cobb's with Liz Winstead and April Richardson. What? Yes, I'm so Over jealous of that. Fest. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. Um, I, I, no more tweaks on my book. It's, they're like, Oh, the die is cast. The die is cast. All right. And, um, so it is, it is at the, it's at the printer. So we're going yeah, on yeah, it way. is. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Patton gave me, um, a blurb, a blurb. Yay. Yeah. Patton Oswalt. Friend, yeah, friend really of the people. Nice. Friend yes. of the people. That was really sweet of him. That is very nice. Um, so Yeah. So so that starts to happen soon. I yep. hired um, Jess again for a couple months to be oh to do pub pub publicity. I mean, the book company has one too, but I just I'm yeah like, no no you gotta you, know, you well, gotta you gotta do your own stuff. It was too, funny because I, I asked Doug Stanhope. Uh, I said, so when did this book come out? And he said, today. That's why I'm on your show. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And uh, so I because it's called This Is Not Fame. Yeah. What's but it, it about? It's a memoir. It, it's just a memoir. But yeah. look at this. Look at the second name. Look at the subtitle on the front. Read that Drew aloud. Pinsky. Forward by Drew Pinsky. No, no. What? The memoir. Oh, the from thing what of, I remember. I like from that. what I remember. And yeah. I said, that's adorable. And he said, I thought it was funny. And now I hate it because I'm not really a, a word Wordplay like, guy, yeah, wordplay guy, yeah, and uh, and I was like, but remoir, that's yeah. uh, that's good times, yeah, yeah. Uh, so cool. this is not famous, a, a great name though. Back. Jeez, yeah, he's got some good plugs. He got, he got Apatow, he got Judd Apatow to give a shit. Nice, good. Chris Rock, Daniel oh, nice. Tosh, Roseanne, Michael wow. Ian Black. He doesn't even follow me on Twitter, by the way. Michael Ian Black. Nope, I don't uh, think he likes me. Roseanne blocks me. Really? Yeah, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Kelly Carlin. Kelly Carlin, nice. She'd write nice lineup. Marilyn Manson, yeah, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, The way the blurb, yes, said Marilyn Manson via text when asked if he'd write a blurb. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's kind of awesome. Uh, Dang, heavy hitters on the back of Stanhope's book, right? So yeah, my January and February are, are, are packed out of out of control, which is roadwork. Yeah, road work, but I'm home for two weeks, and I'm just going to lie down. I'm just going to lie down and not yeah. fucking do anything. And then uh, and then uh, I am looking forward to the Joko cruise with Maria and Amy Mann, and uh, it's that yeah, nerd that cruise. fun. Yeah, it'll be super fun. And uh, Jonathan Colton and all those nerds. It'll be a bunch of nerds. Do I have to keep listening to her uh, Amazing Life, or are we done with this podcast? <laughs> how, how many, how much time? Seven, nine. Well, I'll hear three more minutes of your three gigs, more please. minutes of how well it's going. But the thing is, is <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's going okay. It's I I feel like um, yeah, I've been actually, but uh, the yeah, because the world's been kind of getting me down, and then I yeah. and then, but I've been trying to do, I've been trying to keep the the political stuff to a super tight, because um, and and at the casino. I opened with the political stuff and there was a, an arms folded dude in the third row. And mm. I said what I always say now, which is uh, if you're a Trump supporter, first of all, I'm surprised you're at a Maria Bamford gig. And second of all, uh, fuck you. <laughs> I'm getting walked to my car. So you win them over. I win Great. them over. By, uh, but that's the thing about uh, what I think is like when, when comedy audiences come in without doing any research. Yeah. I have found those people to be very open minded. 
Mm. Oh, man. Kyle Kinane's crowd was so nice. Oh, cool. At the Denver Comedy Works. Yeah. They were outstanding. They yeah. were, they were, plus they weren't a hundred years old, which sometimes Indian casino uh, audiences oh, sure. of are course. just pad, 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 pad. So, um, and we ate at a, a buffet. And then the Oklahoma City gig. Here's the, here's the thing that they do in Oklahoma City that was beautiful. There's a street called Broadway mm-hmm. that they de- decorate the whole storefront in Christmas lights. Oh, neat. Like, it's entirely lit up, and it was kind of amazing. And then we stayed at a boutique hotel, which was very nice. It was called Museum 21 or something, mm-hmm. and it's an art museum. And I do a, a thing on Snapchat, a hotel art. Mm-hmm. And so I was slightly overwhelmed because <laughs> it was too much fucking art. The Tacoma gig puts you up in an art, like a, a hotel with a lot of art in it. Right, that's oh, that Tacoma. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a really nice. Did that ever resolve? Yeah. (laughs) Which is like we never we still work the gig and whatever. Hopefully, right. Okay, that's uh, that's how that's gonna. (laughs) Sounds good to me, man. I like work. Yeah, it's uh, I was part of my sexism bit. I've been working on. I was just like, you know, there's. A dozen guys that I work with that are creeps, for sure. Oh, my God. I just don't invite them to the house. And I make sure that I'm not alone with them. And then I do that thing that we've done for thousands of years, which is I warn the women around me. Yeah. That's what you do. That's all. That's how we've always done it. Yeah. We've always just said, hey, there's a... Get your there's check a, and get the fuck out. Get your check. Try to time it right. Uh, buddy system. <laughs> and... Uh, and uh, do a nice, uh, like what you said in your New York Times article, which is uh, you just slide out of the hug <laughs> before you get groped. <laughs> slide out of the hug. <sighs> I say that's enough. All right. Yeah, me too. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 